Hello and welcome to episode seven of this. My name is Jonathan Pugh and I'm joined as always by Craig Johnson. How are you doing, mate? I'm very well, thank you. How are you? I'm doing okay. Um, getting used to this old training outdoors malarkey. Um, must say it's, it's, it's cold, but uh, you know, making, the, making the most of it. What about yourself? Uh, yeah, I'm doing group Zoom stuff, which is much, much more fun. Much more fun. It's good to have everyone getting together and seeing a wee bit of community. So I'm enjoying it. I'm are enjoying you, it. Are you enjoying it? Yeah. Because I know Zoom, it's got some downs. I don't like Zoom. Like, I, I hate Zoom with a passion, but it's much better having a group of people than doing like five sort of individual sessions where you're just kind of sitting there because I'm doing it along with them. So it's pretty good. It's pretty fun. Nice. Yeah, you're getting your training in as well, right? Yeah, yeah. We cheeky, we hit session a couple of mornings during the week. So it's pretty good. Nice. It's pretty fun. Well, I thought, what just as a way, way to start back in, because it's been nearly a month just with everything happening and um, we haven't had the chance to record. And then we were going to do one just before, I think we were going to try and meet up over Christmas and then that didn't happen. And then we were going to meet up and then of course we couldn't meet up in the gym. So it's, it's been a wee while. Um, so yeah. So just to sort of bring us back in. Um, I was talking to some clients this morning and we were kind of, one of them asked me what is the, the pause, are there any positives that have come out of just, like the last year, like coronavirus, locking locking the gym down. Um, and I had to think for a couple of minutes, but I thought I would ask you the same kind of thing. Is there anything that you would say you're coming out of this, it's a positive, like a new positive, different perspective, or have you realized anything about the way that you were maybe living before this all kicked off? Uh, yeah, for me, 100%. Like I've, uh, the hours that I used to do were mental. Like I used to do uh, 6 a.m., which was a half four rise, and I would work till eight, nine o'clock at night, something like that. So uh, I've definitely realised that my my hours, basically, if I'm if I'm not right, I'm not going to be able to give a, a better service to my client. So something that I've definitely realised is that uh, sleep is hugely important. I pretty much bang that drum all the time, mm-hmm. and uh, I need to get more of it. So for yeah. me, definitely adjustment to my hours, making sure that I am in a position to be well and be healthy enough to give a, a better service to my clients. Hi. That's something for me. I think as well, just having having different options for clients. Like a, a lot of people distant learning and stuff were maybe not on the cards beforehand, but I think they're realizing now, like, oh, I can I can get in a group of you know, eight, nine people on Zoom and we can do something, you know, constructive and get the day started right or end the day well, depending on when the session is. So there has been a few positives, yeah. uh, but I'm always, I think my, my issue with it is I'm always comparing it to what was. So it's never, for me personally, it's never as good yeah. uh, as what was, but sure. I think it's about making the best of, basically what you've got to hand. What about yourself? What answers did you come up with? I was, yeah, very similar to you. Um, that, you know, we've got this negativity bias, um, which I'm sure I'm sure you've mentioned before, where you, you kind of, if you've got nine good things happening in a day and then one bad thing happens, the way that the human brain works, we focus on the bad. Yeah. And like exactly like you said, there's a lot of things that I miss. Um, but the good things, I was like probably in a in a in a weird way, we would, there's certain things we wouldn't have done. We probably wouldn't have started the online program in the way that we did. Yeah. Um, I think that is it's changed the way that I look at social media, and I didn't realize how much of an impact that, that being online and and scrolling like through my social media was actually negatively impacting my health so cutting that out or cutting that down like drastically and not feeling the pressure um to post Mm -hmm. has helped me a lot and i think that because 
because it's been almost like I've been in, we've been in survival mode, or I feel like we're kind of in a wee bit where like it's been like you've got to try and get through this. So my priorities are really just looking after my clients, making sure that we're we're we've got our heads above water, and then it's just family after that. And and whereas before I would kind of like in a day almost tell myself I've got to post on social media, got to try and find the time for it. Now I'm I'm kind of. I've got like a wee flow chart I go through where I say before I before I post, is there something is there something that I could be doing for one of my clients right now instead of posting on social media? And the answer is like ninety nine percent of the time is yes. So yeah. it, it tends to like not happen. Um, I think also training training outside was something I never really did a whole lot of uh, before. I never really I kind of went from college to working in a gym to then us like working working in the studio so i think getting a wee bit of like dipping my toes into actually being outside um realizing as well that people enjoy it they like being outside especially right now where they're they're, the only half an hour to an hour they're getting outside the house is to come out and do a session yeah so and it's the same for me the the first first time around in lockdown i was just in the house like it was like a pressure cooker of kids and work and kind of just not getting the release of being out being away from home so this time around getting getting out and actually find doing those like three four sessions in the morning is uh is great for me for like, yeah. mental health wise yeah de- like the i mean you know my opinion on social media i am not not the biggest fan of it uh like I don't have any personal social media. I've just got the the business ones, but it's definitely something. It's such a good outlet for people's creativity, but it can be so badly abused. And it's definitely something that I've thought. Like I've caught myself a couple of times being like, "What am I doing on this?" and just came off like, mm. "Can't be doing it." But uh, yeah, I think I'm doing a couple of things couple of series on uh some some platforms just now that but i think after after lockdown's finished uh, i would be probably coming off like social media again <laughs> whenever 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 lockdown is over i think that will be my uh, bow to social media i just like that's me i'm yeah. away i'm done i can take so much of like some lassie in Canada shaking her ass in a thong <laughs> yeah. and getting like 600,000 likes when you've got like a really talented guy doing like acting or something, getting like four. I'm just I like, know. what is happening in the world, man? <laughs> so yeah, I think I'll be, I'll be coming off that. I think, and we've said it before, like it's, it's really, it can help people at this time. But what I have noticed more uh, like there's more ads out for like four eight week programs and stuff just mm-hmm. now like in your house I've noticed a lot more of that coming out and it's just kind of you know just one of those things in it it's just going to happen because the, the opportunity is there for people yeah for sure um no I think like I've if if you could the genies out the bottle with social media but you know when I know you've taken a break from it before, right? You've, you, have you had a, like a period where you've just, you've come off it completely? Yeah, I mean, I, I don't, I've got a, a, techno, a TikTok that's under training with so, but I don't have like a personal Facebook, a yeah. personal Instagram, uh, anything like that. It's basically just the Instagram that we've got, the Twitter that we've got, the Facebook that we've got, yeah, and a TikTok account that is in the company's name, uh, so I've not really got anything, but yeah, yeah. I've I've taken breaks. <laughs> Aye. Definitely. And do you feel? Did you feel better generally, or did you miss it? No, like <laughs> at, the, at the start, I honestly thought I was missing out on something because it gets so annoying when people come up to you and are like, "Oh my god, did you see that thing on Instagram?" And you're like, "No." Yeah. Like, oh my god, and that's one of the first things that people ask for, like, oh, like drop me your Insta and I'll send you a message and you're like, ah, I don't, I don't have it. Yeah. <laughs> so that, that was annoying. But once you get over that, it's actually, it's actually quite nice. There's a, there's a quote, I think we spoke about this before. You might actually told me this, that it says, uh, it's a guy standing next to a, a waterfall or something. Mm-hmm. Or no, it's a guy on social media and going, can you believe that there's a, 
uh, a guy like not giving a fuck about whatever it is this thing is <laughs> yeah. uh, and he's standing next to a waterfall like in nature like and he's not raging about this and yeah. I, I think that's that's so true like uh, it's definitely something I notice like when you're walking on the street everyone's got their head in their phones and I'm bouncing away <laughs> yeah I just because I know that like I, I get the one of the things you mentioned there is during this time social media I think is helping a lot of people but honestly personally I quite I do question that quite a lot and I'm like not sure whether I believe that like and what I mean by that is that if we didn't have it at all would we be like you know you lift your head up from your screens would you be more like going next door checking in your neighbors like that's that's these kind of things pop into my head I'm like I, I don't it's like you maybe maybe I'm thinking about too much about throwing the baby out with the bathwater like there's good there's good and bad elements to, to things um but I think that especially at the moment um not just because of the, the lockdown but because of everything that's been happening politically in the last year just feels like every week there's some massive like there's this there's this new thing that that, that, that people seem to get really like latched into and I'm quite lucky because I just don't care you know, yeah. I think I think something yeah. happened in the news yesterday, CJ. Something about Trump. I doesn't even register on my radar. I don't care. That was the inauguration. <laughs> I got I got that. Yeah. I did get that. Uh, yeah, sure. like, like, there comes. I think honestly, everyone comes to an age, right? I mean, I'm older than you. Yeah, uh, and that you come to an age where you just stop caring. Like, <laughs> genuinely, you just you just stop caring, like. I think I was 27 when I stopped caring about what other people thought of me. And it was so liberating because I, I wish I'd done it when I was like 18. Uh, and I think like I was 30 when I realised like, I don't really think I like social media, but I thought I had to be mm -hmm. doing it because it was it was what was done. Uh, and I think there's just there's little stages of your life where you're just like, I don't care about this. And it's so, such a good thing. But I think so much is focused on you need to care about everything. You need to care about it. Like it doesn't matter if it's good or bad. You need to have an opinion on it. And sometimes yeah. I'm just like, I don't care. <laughs> like, I know. I'm really not interested in this. So I, I'm with, I am with you on that one. I am with you. Uh, that's that's the way I've been. A lot a lot of things have happened in the last year where I'm just like I just don't I don't have an opinion. Um, and even sometimes, like I know this was something I know we both said with the last lockdown when, when or sorry, the, the lockdown now in January in Scotland and well in the UK, I didn't really feel anything about that because people were messaging me going, "I hope you're okay." Um, I'd gotten to the point where because I had kept getting like my hopes up in a way, and then feeling like I guess like just just feeling annoyed and feeling frustrated about what was happening that was outside of my control. And then eventually just got to the point where I realized that I just need to accept that I don't have any control here. Um, so I'm not going to feel anything about this. I'm not going to, I'm choosing not to feel annoyed about it, you know, which I think you can yeah. do. It does take out a yeah. lot of effort because people have an expectation of like, I know this must be so hard for you. I know this. And it's like, you can get trapped in that way of thinking where you're like, this is like this is hard and this is tough and this is like, it's stressful. And it feels weird, like when someone asks you how you're doing, and if you say like, actually I'm doing like, I'm doing not too bad. Maybe I've yeah. got a bit of a better work-life balance and it is tough at times. And it, But at the end of the day, I'm okay, you know? Um, anyway, so. Those people as well, they're coming at that from such a nice place, do you know what I mean? or you should care about this because of this, this and this. But I remember having a chat with one of my clients who was, who was really struggling with the news. And I, I said to him, I was like, I, I just said like, okay, what are you going to do? Mm -hmm. And he was like, well, well I, need, I need to do this, this and this. And I was like, well, that's what you're going to do. It's like, <laughs> I mean, you can, you can catastrophize about it as much as you want, but this is the situation that we're in. Yeah. You already know what you have to do. So just do that. Because <laughs> he asked me, he's like, what are you going to do? And I was like, I'm going to close my doors. I'm going to get group sessions on, on Zoom. And I'm I'm hopefully going to uh, come out the other end of it with showing my clients that you can train at home. You can still uh, hit your goals and still get 
you know, productive workouts. Um, but that, that's what I'm going to do. do yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. other than that, like outside of that, I'm not really, I'm not really caring. Like, what else I can't do because I can't do anything about it. And I think like this, the that that would be an interesting thing to talk about because for a lot of people, I know you said it's an age thing, but I know people who are older than both of us who still get who they lose a lot of sleep over things which objectively they have no control over. And I'm not saying it's easy, and I'm not saying like it's it's a I'm not putting disassociate disassociating with what's happening in the world is like on a pedestal. Um but what I will say, and again, it, it comes into that negativity bias. It's that we've never we never evolved to have all of this information at our fingertips. We never we never had this. If I've said that we know too much. We know too much. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's that's it, right? You have said that. So it's like, but you know, you know, what I mean, if something bad happened, or I'm just if you think about the Spanish flu, I, I, oh, still very devastating but i wonder the way in which that must have spread like the news of that would have spread would have been more like less instantaneous more like it, it would have been a gradual like dissemination of like almost like stories and and news but it's coming through like print rather than you know getting like yeah. you're not getting it in your hand and and piped into your head at like midnight it's more like it's it would be something that you would absorb and then take action on but it's we we are i don't think we're equipped to deal with like huge problems and complicated issues 24 7 i just don't think that our brains are wired in a way that like we can that you can take all that on and be emotionally connected to it and still be and still be like a, a, like a positive feel, feel positive at what, what's going on in the world and I yeah. think the fact that so many people right now are struggling more, probably more, a lot of people are struggling physically too, but a lot of people are struggling with the mental aspects of lockdown. And I think that while I have sympathy for them, what I don't have sympathy for is when we take on more on top of that, sometimes in, in terms of like situations that are so out of our control. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I've reached yeah, the end. I <laughs> uh, well, I was talking to someone a long, long time ago. It might have even been you, and we were talking about the the boredom reboot <laughs> brain. It might not be new, but uh, basically, there there was periods before social media, and uh, so many people are overwhelmed, and so many more people are are suffering from anxiety, and so many more people are suffering from depression now uh, but we we are at a technological stage where we could potentially bring everyone together so there's this like there's this strange thing happening where you've got this tool that could be used for such good but it's it's been proven to kind of influence us negatively uh i think they say like a uh, comparison is the what is it they say comparison is the robber what is it it's the thief of joy the thief of joy. So you've you've got that. So you've lost that that, that joy. Um, but there there was a there was a period of time where think about this, right? What what do you do when you're in a long queue? You go on your phone. You go on your phone. What do you do when you're when you're sitting on the bus? Phones out, right? Most of so the time. There's this theory that seeing those periods of boredom, like actually physically being bored no one wants to stand in a queue i'm sure no one wants to sit in the bus unless you're going up like you know through the most majestic town in the world yeah but that that used to be a period for our brain to shut down reboot recharge and then you go about your day where we now don't have this off switch and because we are constantly running it's equated to the point of Run your car, you know what I mean? Switch your engine on and just run it. It will overheat, it will clap out, it will need repair. Yeah. And we don't have that time to get those little bit of recharges. And, and they're basically saying that because of that, it's leading to these issues, not solely, but, you know, the overwhelmed and things. We're not getting the, the time to, to reboot. So yes, I, it's quite an interesting one for me. I try, and I know this is going to sound mental, I try and actually be bored at times like that. Like when I'm waiting for a coffee, 
I literally just look about, you know, what's happening or when I'm doing something that I know I could pull out my phone, walking home, I make sure I, I keep my head up and I'm looking yeah. at everything that's coming just to, to get that bit of recharge. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's no. I think you're definitely onto something there. And like you say, it's it's, it's one part of a, a larger, it's one part of a, a more complex, um, a more complex issue. But it's definitely it's true, isn't it? I don't. I think we're we're losing the ability to be bored. Yeah. And and like you said, it's a very strange thing to say, and like to try to want to be like to try to like what should, what are your goals for the new year? Going to try and be more bored. <laughs> yeah. But that is, it's viewed so negatively, like we, we need to be entertained consistently. Uh, and I don't think we have, I don't think we understand the beauty of not having anything to do. Like just being bored is, is for me, a, a, a really nice feeling. <laughs> like well, I'll, I'll sit in my bed and I'll, I'll just stare at the wall for like a minute and it's great. I was going to say the boredom, like boredom, is that like that's the fe- like boredom is a feeling, but boredom is a feeling that probably has negative connot- like connotations for a lot of people. But ultimately, what it is is just peace in, in a way. Like you're at, you're not doing, and you're resting. Like you're you're not doing anything. Your mind is not preoccupied with the, with what is in front of it, and that is a and and that's a well known aspect of meditation it's just because sometimes when you're in the shower like this i know this this is the thing when you're when you're in a hot shower that's when good ideas come because it kind of like gets you you're like you said or when you're on the bus on a train i I used to love getting the train home because it's just dead time so you'd be Mm -hmm. staring out the window and it allows you to process what's happened in your day like conversations that you had stuff that happened Maybe you remember something you need to do later. You think that that I think that's really really important for your mental health. I think that having that downtime of not being active is for sure um, is for sure important. And I think that that was the thing that shot me the most when I watched that social dilemma. Is that well, two things. One, that all of the creators do not let their kids use this stuff, and when they use it themselves, it's highly like moderated and, and adjusted. And the second thing is that these programs are, are being built and designed and developed purely to capture our attention. That's not, it's not to share like good ideas. It's not, that's not the purpose of their mission statement. It's to, it's to hold your attention for as long as they possibly can and squeeze every single last second out of you. Um, and so I think that's where for me, I, among other reasons became a bit more like guarded on it. Like I, yeah. I don't know yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm just. Uh, I, it's, it, I keep saying this phrase, and I hate it, like the necessary evil, because we could all just come together as a, as a, a unit and just say, Nah, I'm, I'm alright with that. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, and you can see the way it's going. Like, it's getting more and more censorship. Like the, the ability to use free speech is slowly being taken out and things. So it's. It's uh, it's been channeled into what a company thinks is acceptable for your platform, and yeah. I've said many times, and this is where I fall out of a lot of factions, if you like, where you you need the evil in something to learn from it. Like you need both sides of a debate so that you can understand what is and what isn't acceptable. If you just have one side, then it's just you know, that's your opinion on that and that's what you want. But to find a common ground in the middle and that's the way that people actually function. And slowly but surely that's kind of starting to be removed from it. And you can you can kind of see the way it's going, but you know, it's social media, isn't it? <laughs> it's still gonna be here. <laughs> like it's still gonna be there. It's still gonna be there. And um one of the one of the other like chats I had this morning with one of my clients and we were talking about our social media and um, they asked me again about before and after pictures. They just said like they, they were on looking at the, po- they were trying to get into one of the podcasts and then just we, we were talking about results and some experiences that they had with a previous trainer, uh, some negative experiences. And, um, and then 
you know, they asked me about why we don't have the whole before and after pictures, but it's but because it seems like it's that's that's just what everyone else does. We don't, and it's almost become a USP. It's almost become like a yeah. thing. <laughs> yeah. We've 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 talked about that in previous videos because yeah. and it, my my biggest pet hate with them is is the lack of context that's behind the the pictures. Um, but yeah, yeah, I get that quite a lot. Like uh, I do get clients to I'll say to clients, you know, like track your progress, take a photo, uh, and then do that, you know, every every quarter or every yeah. month, uh, and then they're like you know, do I send them to you? And I'm like, Jesus, no. I don't want a picture of you and your undies on my phone. On your phone, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Why? Why would you send that in what essentially is a complete... <laughs> like, yeah. no, it's for you. Yeah. I, I, I'm paid to do a job. You're paid to see a difference. If you post the photo, all is I would ask is that you give your circumstances like... You are X age, you don't have any dependence, you are able to perform this, you work these times. Give context so people understand, but uh, that, that it kind of creeps me out a wee bit. Mm -hmm. the, like when, uh, especially when trainers post like photos of people like half naked, I'm like, okay, <laughs> okay. You do it all fine. the time, right? And, and, and it's a weird one because it's, I'm the same as you. The other thing, the other thing that always gets me is that if I've got, let's say you've got a, a female client who's who's reaching out for a personal trainer and they want help and they've never been confident enough to go to a gym and maybe they've got some like mental hangups about bad experiences in the past, maybe with like the gym or whatever, it could be right back to school and that it could be in their 30s or even their 40s. And this is them taking this big step and it's a step out of their comfort zone and they're reaching out for help, which I think is a lot of people at the beginning of a, of a journey with, with a PT. And the very first thing that you're going to do is ask them to like stand in front of a wall and strip down, you know, like basically strip down to their underwear so we can get a before picture. And that to me always seemed like you said a bit creepy and, and just, and actually just, wrong it's going to it's going to turn someone away if they're coming in and they're you know and, and like it's context because yeah that's not everyone and maybe for someone so like, like uh, the the cream like i mean to me i would not have a client in their underwear on on my phone i think that's i think that's creepy of me but i mean i'm it's it's such a powerful image the before and after yes. and that's why i tell my client take that photo of yourself and keep that yeah and that will show us the comparisons but yeah. i'm not interested in seeing them like yeah. i've got no interest whatsoever if you want to post it on your thing it's fine yeah. but for yeah. me like it's it is such a powerful image yeah uh, so i can understand why they do it but i think the the lack of context is what puts me off doing it and i don't think to be honest me putting someone's personal circumstances below a photo of them in their underwear is the best option I can think of. <laughs> this is Janice is 35. She has two kids. She was only able to do one hour a week. She cooks three separate meals a night and she's happy to do so. You know, those kind of contextual things that people yeah. don't think about when they're losing weight. So yeah, sure. I don't think that's the best idea for maybe a lassie or a guy in their underwear. Nah. <laughs> No, um, no, that's it. It's um, it's it's the marketing. I, I definitely I agree with you. I don't want pictures of clients on my phone. I also don't really necessarily want them on my social media, because again, it's it's someone else's perspective, like looking in. Actually, I've had a, f a couple of clients that have said that the reason that they they decided to train with us over other gyms was the lack of before and after pictures. They said yeah. they read, they said they read our testimonials on our website, and that was the decider. But it was it was actually the fact that we didn't have that made them feel like they could approach because they just weren't at a point where it was actually it was about health, both mental physical, and as you say, the the, the for them they have their pictures because I, I have the same thing as you. I'll ask them to take a picture every couple of months, every quarter, but keep it keep it for themselves and you, help them. For them, it's a motivational tool. 
mm. it can be, but it's not for me. Um, and it's definitely not, f- but it's, it just seems universal. What annoys me is that a fitness marketer or any uh, business coach that I've had in the past has said to me that the, like, this is the thing you've got to do. You've got to show like visual proof. Right. And, yeah. and I just, I tend to just, yeah, I'll just say fuck that. No. <laughs> yeah, no. I think I think that's the difference. So, like, I I think it's probably time we came clean, Johnny. We're we're no actually like a proper gym. <laughs> we are more of a well-being center. It depends on what goals you are trying to elicit. Like, yeah. uh, if I was if I was a chef, uh, that's probably a bad example, actually. Like, uh, if, if I was trying to sell something, I wouldn't maybe show the before and after because it's not going to help my product. So if I'm if I'm wanting to help someone uh, with with their stress levels or their anxiety levels, mm-hmm. but in the course of that, they're going to build a knowledge of exercise and, and fitness and nutrition, uh, the, the end goal is to install that in them so that they are better equipped to deal with with the anxiety so how is a before and after picture going to help yeah they might lose like you know three four stone on the way they mm-hmm. might do that but that's not my end goal my end goal is not to say look at this chunk of meat and look at this chunk of meat now it's mm-hmm. more you've learned an entire like you know encyclopedia of exercise you can now walk into any gym and create a program yeah. And when you are feeling overwhelmed and when you are feeling stressed, you have the tools and the, the equipment to to deal with that. A before and after photo for me cannot convey that. Yeah. And that's why I do, that's why, I mean, that's why we broke away from big gyms because we wanted to get away from that, yeah. that feeling of it's only the reward that you can get from the end result, from the physical aspect and nothing else matters. There's yeah. no, there's no marking points or flag on the journey. Uh, there's no none of the mental benefits. It's just here you were, I stepped in. Here you are, and no context. But it's it's the context in between that I love. Like yeah. the, oh, I done this, and oh, I managed to do that. That that to me, if I could photograph that and put it up, yeah. wouldn't make any sense to the social media view. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 for sure. You, you, and that's it. Like on that platform, I like a, a quite a wordy, but quite like a very powerful testimonial. Isn't going to strike as high on the numbers as like a boom, boom. Like yeah, 12, yeah that's 12, what, it's so powerful, but it's not yeah. why I do. It's not. For, I, I think I'm I'm all right to say on your behalf. It's not why we do what we do yes uh yeah i i've had that as well people come to me and say like it's uh like i've had a i've had a consultation where the first thing they've asked me is are you going to make me take a photo of myself in my underwear and i've been like no and they're like good that's why i came here because i didn't find any this, <laughs> yeah. this client um this client that, that, that was that they were we were talking about these previous experiences they'd had that was the first thing um that they that they mentioned with this previous trainer was that they weren't they weren't given the option? It was it was pretty much like, for as part of the consultation, we do a, a picture, and they were they didn't know in advance, and it really was it was not okay with them, but it was it wasn't framed as like would you like to or like, um, if you'd like to, it was more like so now we're going to take a picture, and they were just like, no. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, see, see if people want to, if, if people want to incorporate that into their business. I mean, I don't know. I, I would expect if I was going to a, a, a consultation, I would expect to know that I was going to be required to do that. So that's maybe that's maybe a bit of wording and things on on that yeah. specific personal trainer's part. I think most most trainers are pretty open about it, but I think. I think it's it's the difference between the the business side of fitness and the, the lifestyle yes. um, side of the, whereas like if, if, if you get a photo taken at the start, you know that there's going to be an end photo and that is a business transaction. I think if you, if you don't get that photo and you're learning all this stuff and you're, you're doing it for yourself and if you want to post and you've got the confidence to post, I think that's more of the installing the lifestyle transaction kind of thing. Yeah. So that's the way I've always thought about it anyway. Could yeah. be wrong. 
yeah but for me that's that's the way that i think about it no it, it, no that makes sense the the business the the coach this there's a coach i had a couple of years well i just had a coach for a session a couple of years ago and it was actually on um it was on brand but one of the that was one of the, the key things that we got stuck on we kind of like we were having like one of those you know you're having a, a, an argument with someone but you're both trying to be like polite yeah amicable yeah. like disagreement because they were like you you've got to market your your results and and uh, and uh, <laughs> well and i was like well we do we get testimonials and it'll be physical physical results um and we kind of like we just I, I think where we get stuck in it's like the they their point of view was how are you going to attract new clients my point of view was i'm full i don't need to like i'm not desperate so therefore i'm not going to those levels of like thinking in a way of like i've got to do something out of desperation to try to generate clients because i'm full cj is full and pretty much everyone at that point was full so it was, <laughs> it was like not like a and so i'm I, and i think that that's that's a benefit as well because when you're when you're not anyway so that, that didn't work hey, out beyond that you get what you market for. Like if someone sees an image and that emotes that I want that, uh, I don't think there's a real. This might be a bit. This might be a bit cruel to say, but I think commitment behind that statement, like that, because of that image. But I think, like, I mean, our testimonials. If someone spends the time to read our testimonials, that's going to invoke like that emotional kind of yeah. response of I could do that. Yeah. That person. So I think it, I think it balances in the the marketing side of it. Like I, we've said before, you know, you see an image, you might come and train me for six weeks. You read a testimonial and see the period of time that it took for that person to to build that knowledge and build that thing. And now they're doing X, Y, Z. Yeah. You might come and train me for a year. Yeah. And I'm more inclined to to train that person for a year not not for the financial side of things because i'll know that we'll be taking the right amount of time and installing the right principles in there so i think it i think when you market in such a way you attract a client in such a way and that's why some of these have these high turnovers whereas i think our turnover is you know pretty pretty low <laughs> so yeah. so um i think i think there's a, a kind of case for that but again they always say a picture paints a thousand words, doesn't it? So that's why it's so powerful. That's why it's so powerful. But so yeah. and that's it. So I think and and just on that, like anyone out there listening who has a, either they've achieved a before and after, it's not like as we've already said. I think we've said it quite clearly. It's not. Um, it's not that there's anything wrong with that. Uh, I've got pictures of myself when I was leaner, and 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 I, you know they're nice to have, and it's and it's. Um, if it's meaningful to you that's the important thing and if you are looking for physique like transformation in 12 weeks or in eight weeks then there are people that will specialize in that and that's their business and and like you said cj it's just that we are um it is more of a journey that we try and take people on um across a longer span of time and and physical change is a, a part of that uh, almost always but it's just not the it's not the thing we ha, ha, like hang our hat on. Um, yeah. a, I'd say holistic change. Yeah, and I I think that you, you summed it up there perfectly. Like uh, if there are people that specialise in that physical aspect, but uh, as I have, I, I wish I could tell people because I used to be a fatty. Did I not <laughs> run a big rotund fatty? Rotund. Right? I, I used to be a rotunder. Uh, and I I got super lean, like super lean, and I wish I could tell everyone it is not the answer uh, to making you happy. Yes. Uh, whatever it is you are carrying, you will still be miserable. You will just be lighter and miserable. It's like a nice car. It's like a nice car. You 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 know it. You're no matter what car you drive, you're just as happy or as miserable in the car. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. That that's the thing. Like, Doesn't I, I thought getting super lean would super lean would resolve my problem, and it didn't. And I had to uh, dig a little deeper uh, and put on a bit of weight again <laughs> to figure out what it, what I actually wanted to do. And that's when I kind of realised that 
I'm only wanting a physique like that because other people expect that. And then that was kind of part of the process that it ties in from earlier that I just stopped caring about what just other a, people thought. I have interest on that, mate. What what I was gonna say, I know that I, I know that uh, I don't know how closely you look at like body fat percentage really, but what it's maybe a weird question, but like it, roughly like what kind of like level of body fat would you say are you happiest at around overall? Uh I, I know this. I know yeah. this. Anything from anything from seventeen to twenty, seventeen percent right. to twenty percent. In fact, I go to the point that right, right now, right, I weighed myself today. I don't know why, but I just did for a laugh. Seventeen point seven, and I am making a conscious effort to go up to eighteen percent body fat. I, I just, it's just where I'm comfortable. I'm happiest. It's very, I don't need to kill myself to maintain it. I can still live my life. I can still eat pizza and drink beer, gin, yeah. other stuff. Yeah. Uh, and I'm, I'm just at my, at my happiest kind of in there. But I can still also run 5K and do all the other stuff. So what about, what about you? That is a bit of a weird question, though. No, but, I, no, but it's, I know, you, no, uh, I actually genuinely think about the same. Um, I used to be a lot leaner, um, but, I, but the let, the leanest I got was when I did the um, ultimate performance. Like I did the, I basically did one of those twelve week programs, and I got to seven percent. And um, and that was like as most people say when they get really lean, it was it was just m- misery, absolute misery. I love food way too much, and and not in a. <laughs> and same as you, it's not like excess, but I like enjoying. Like tonight, I'm definitely going to have a gin at some point tonight. Um, and I like having a wee bit of flexibility, and I f- actually feel like I can. I, f- I feel like I can get more done, and I feel like I'm more productive in my training sessions when I'm around. I, I would say about the same. I think it's it's hard to like gauge it, but um, probably about right about roughly the twenty percent mark. I feel strong. I feel like I'm. I'm. I feel c- comfortable in my body at that level. It's healthy. And it's sustainable. And sometimes, like I'll, you know, around Christmas, it'll push a wee bit. Too, uh, you know, like most people, it just dials up a little bit. And then yeah. I'll consciously try. I'll be maybe in, in the in the twenties. Now I need to bring this back down. And I'll kind of maybe sometimes it'll go too far the other way. We like down to like fourteen, thirteen, and then it'll. But anyway, about the same. Do you ever, do you ever get that? Uh, I, I've had this quite a few times. Mostly though, when I post on social media, which is uh, why aren't you ripped? Like when you find out you're a coach and stuff, like, oh, how are you not ripped? Like if if anyone's, I never take my top off. Like, yeah, there's no, any trainer that has his top off is unnecessary. <laughs> right? Start to finish, don't even get me started on this one, right? But uh, if anyone's ever swatched me my top off they always say like, oh, how come you're not pure shredded? And I'm like, I didn't realize you had to be to be a good coach. Like, I mean, uh, some of the world's best, like, you know, best coaches in the world yeah. are maybe not in great shape. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> like, it's, it's the knowledge and the principle behind that yeah. that makes more than what I can do. It's what I'm going to get you to do and what yeah. you enjoy doing well uh, rather than that. But yeah, I, I get that quite a wee bit. Um, you do, yeah, and I, I've I had uh, last month, I was in the garage. And I just got chatting to the guy, chatting to the guy behind the desk. And um, he was said he was trying to get back to the gym. This is when gyms were, he, he was intending and hitting the new year hard. I was, <laughs> I feel right. He was like, I'm, I can't <laughs> wait. I'm, I've got a program ready to go. I'm joining Pure Gym. I'm going to do it. I'm like, okay. So, but he asked, he was like, so have you been training? I'm like, yeah, I've probably been, I've been lifting weights for 17 years. And then he looked at me like, he like kind of looked me up and down, like, ah, right, like as if he expected me to be like massive. And I'm like, mate, you don't, <laughs> you don't just get bigger and bigger and bigger. Like, there's a there's a point, like you kind of like, you know, you reach your genetic potential, and then you kind of like you <laughs> you find your balance in life. So I think yeah. there's, I like that about what we do, and I like that about like the way that you talk as well. Is that you've got a really level head on 
like you said there, you, you do not have to be, I think you, you do need to walk the walk to be a good coach or at least know yeah. the process. But like you said, if you, you've, lo- you've gone through the process of losing weight, even something going too far in the other direction and then coming back up and finding you, what for you is a happy, healthy, sustainable weight. Um, and I think that's like really inspiring. I think that's a genuinely inspiring um, uh I think that's a genuinely inspiring and relatable mindset because a lot of people don't want that. They're not actually looking to be miserable and shredded. They want someone in the industry, someone in the fitness industry say, actually guys, it's like, you're going to have to put in a bit of effort to be health, to be the healthiest version of yourself. You're probably, it's probably going to require some, some short-term sacrifices, but you're not going to have to give up. Like, I don't expect any of my clients to give up alcohol. I don't expect any of them to give up sugar. I don't expect any of them to give up carbs. I don't expect any of them to have to train, you know, like every single day. And I think that's a really refreshing message for a lot of people. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, the, the, con- the kind of conception behind the industry, like, my, my friends uh, outside the, uh, like, kind of the fitness crew, uh, it just goes to show you how warped it is because I'm pals with them. They should know me, right? But I will. they know what I do and they know why I do it, but I will still meet them in a bar and order a pint and they'll still be like, should you really be drinking that? You given your... <laughs> and you're like, they're like, what is it you do? You're like, ah, customer service. And you're like, okay, uh, do you have a phone? Yeah, should you really have that phone? <laughs> like, that's your job. Do you know what I mean? Throw away your phone. It's just crazy, but it's. I think it's because uh, there, there's that perception of like you should have your top off, you should be shredded, you should be doing this. And th- these are like my one of the six people that I hang about. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? And I can't even change their mind. So yeah, sure. uh, I think it is really refreshing. But we need more. We need more people coming out and being honest. And it takes and it, take, it takes someone to start it low. And I was because I was going to say the, the only reason that they, a lot of people do that is because everyone does it. And, yeah. And, and because people at the top top end, not all of them. You know, Phil Leone did a post on this uh, last week. I'm sure he did. Where he, where he basically he had a picture of himself with top off. Then under. Oh, yeah. Oh, Did you see it? Yeah, and he was just basically basically saying that you don't have to. I think what he's trying to say is, is that once you deliver, like once you make your body the reason that people follow you, or the reason that people, like if you the, put the message, yeah, it's kind of like your message gets diluted, and it becomes harder and harder over time. If you've got like you know, I don't know, half a million simps following you. <laughs> And then all of a sudden you start trying to talk about, you know, a transcendental meditation. It's like, right, yeah, but more of the more of this the reason uh, in the first place. That, that's the thing that no one gets. It's like uh, all I, I've seen people like I mean, I even mentioned it earlier, like some lass or some guy with their, their abs out or shaking their ass or whatever it is, getting, you know, four or five hundred thousand whatever views, likes, whatever. And then one like there's there's a guy, uh, Sandy, I can't remember his surname, Jack or something, but uh genuinely really talented guy getting like four or five likes a, a yeah. video uh, and you don't you don't really realize this at the time but you're like that that is almost like a false economy right that's all she is ever going to be able to do but see that four or five people that might be the people that come and see you in a show or come and you know give you the confidence to forward it's 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 real because you're not going to you're not going to suddenly start taking your top off do you know what I mean? You're presenting that message from the start, but once you've gone down that route, mm-hmm. it's it's almost impossible to come back from. Because that's it's, that that is like the whether we like it or not, you know, the whole first not even first impressions, but like the impression that we have of someone is in a lot of ways it's not stuck, but it kind of is in a way. Like you you you, you meet someone, you see them with the top off all the time. That's all over their social media, and they become that to you. That you 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 see them as like like taps off guy <laughs> yeah like yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. you've actually seen their six pack more times than you've seen their face in real life yeah on social media so i think it, it does become like or an ass whatever but it becomes like your brand 
And that's fine yeah. if you really wanted to be a brand. But if you have a bit more going on up top and you kind of want to talk about other things, um, you've got to uh, you've got to lead with what's, what matters to you. Because ultimately, it, yeah. Wrap, sort of wrapping up. Um, I think, yeah. I think just, just up, on that, though. Yeah. On that, right, before, we, before we wrap up. Before we wrap up. Just for the record, I've said this before. This only happens because we allow it to happen. If we all came together and made a decision that we weren't going to make this acceptable anymore, it wouldn't happen. Mm-hmm. So anyone that's upset about it, it's happening because we're allowing it to happen. Yeah. Right? That's all I want, that's all I want to say on it because everyone thinks someone else is responsible. It's all us. It's people liking this stuff. It's people getting frustrated by this stuff like I do. I'm even part of the problem. Yep. We are actually creating the issue, if you like. Yeah. And we can resolve it just as easily as we created it. Can we sort it now? <laughs> I'll sort it now. Sort it now. Right, boys? Pens and paper. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get this done. Right, CJ. We're beginning. Begin the revolution. Um, <laughs> I know that's a, a, a good point. Very good point. So um, no, like, I, I mean, I would love, I would keep talking. I don't know why my, you know, I've got a forty-minute limit on my Zoom, and I think we've been talking longer than that. But hey ho, that's wrap up. And also, your dad needs a toilet. So that, <laughs> so that's why we're really wrapping up. <laughs> Let's wrap up. Um, the only thing I was going to, I was going to say just before we log, we log off, we wrap this up. Next week. We're on the Glasgow podcast, is that right? Yeah. Cool. That's it. And we've just been on uh, Casually Dressed and Deep in Conversation, CDDC. Check those guys out. They are awesome. I'm sure Pep will put a link. Yes. That can be handled. Video, something like that. I'm sure. Just give you more work, mate. (laughs) <laughs> we'll do it we'll do it um, and we might be back next week we might we should do another one next week if we get the time we'll I think do. so I think so why not, why um, not? appreciate all your questions guys and uh, appreciate you listening as always take care stay strong stay safe we'll see you in the next one stay hydrated <laughs> <laughs> and stay hydrated bye bye <laughs>